Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for GWBC Radio's Open for Business. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here at the uh, live from the WeBank National Conference 2022. This is the 25th annual conference for WeBank, and we're inside the Georgia World Congress Center. We're inside of GWBC's booth, booth 1812, if you want to stop by and check us out. Today on the show, we have Kitty Watson with Intellect. Welcome, Kitty. Thank you. It's great to be here. Well, I'm excited to learn what you're up, up to. Tell us a little bit about Intellect. Well, Intellect is an executive and organization development consulting firm. And what we do is we prepare leaders for the future. We also ensure that you have the right kind of culture to address the great resignation. So uh, your tagline says growing leaders. That's right. We grow the leader in everyone. So you believe that there is a leader in everyone. That's the premise, right? That is the premise. And it may not always be seen easily, or it might need to be refined, but every person has that ability. Now, when did did you start believing that to be so? Is that something since you were a kid, you were like, oh, everybody can be a leader. I can see that. I see that kid over there in the playground, you know, eating the rocks. I think there's somewhere in there there's a leader. I think it actually started when I started teaching at Tulane University. I was chair of the Department of Communication, and as working with students, students and then moving into the corporate arena, I began to see where a lot of people just didn't have confidence, particularly women. And initially, I was working with a lot of women to help them move up the corporate ladder and think about that differently. So now that is internally, they have to have a mindset shift, right? They have to stop self-sabotaging themselves and really have the self-limiting other Or other people sabotaging. But also, they have to believe that they are the leader. They have to take that first step, Well, Because right? you can't want it more than them. Well, I, I think in some cases, it's really people just have never had an opportunity. They haven't been put in roles where they're actually maybe leading, and they think that leading is different than managing. This is the same thing as managing. Right. And so we all can have a voice and say the right thing. And I see this particularly within the inclusion and equity and diversity space where people can be a leader and show up and express what they think is right in that particular environment. And that's where the importance of representation is, to see that it is possible for a person of all types of people. It's true. And all of us want to be seen and heard. And there's an opportunity now because, as I just mentioned a little while ago, there's this great resignation and 26 million people have left their jobs in the last six months. And it used to be that people left for pay and and benefits. But now they're leaving because they want flexibility. They want to work with an organization that has purpose and meaning, where they feel like they're doing something worthwhile. Mm -hmm. They also want to learn and grow and have advancement possibilities. But the biggest one is to be included and to have a manager who cares. So what we're doing often is helping develop those leadership skills so that employees want to stay. So now what are some symptoms a company is having where that they might have a problem, but they don't know it yet? Well, there are a lot of examples of that, but most of the time they don't know it and people leave, and so they haven't realized it. So, so turnover or turn, just something well, like that yeah, could be a clue that maybe is something clue. is wrong mm-hmm. internally that we, maybe we, 
it isn't that we can't find the right people. It's just maybe something internally is happening that we're not attracting or we're turning away the people. Well, what we know is that people want to be listened to, understood, and they want what they've said to be acted on in some way. So organizations have gotten so involved in doing another survey, but then they don't respond to the survey. And so employees keep waiting and nothing happens. Or they have managers where they're not included in decision-making. So they don't get to impact things that might impact them. And so we really try to help the organization think both quantitative and qualitative about what they can do to become listening leaders, really, and to demonstrate that they care. Right, because it's one thing I think that employees are getting, you know, kind of been there, done that. I've heard you say that a million times. You say that people are your most important asset, but then you're treating me the same as you treated me, you know, five years ago. So I'm not real. You're not walking the walk. Right. Well, and even today, there was an article that came out in McKinsey and just talked about the wage gap from the CEO C-suite to the, you know, the worker that's on the, that's making the difference in the business. And that gap is widening. And now with the cost and inflation and all those things, People are thinking, people don't really care about me. So they're beginning to look for those organizations that truly live the values, don't just put them up on a piece of paper on the wall. And they they are included. They are involved. They are given opportunities. They're given feedback, tough feedback sometimes. But they are given opportunities to grow and learn and make a difference. So what's an example of a client that you've had that you've helped get to this new level that maybe they were struggling you don't obviously name the name of the company but what is their issue they were struggling with and then how did you help them get to this new level well with one company they brought us in because they were having a lot of litigation and discrimination that's a, suits. that's a, a clue right yeah that's cool uh, yeah and and we're getting sued a lot is that normal does everybody get sued this month and it was a culture that had been created and that finally just blew up. And so we were brought in to begin to understand what was happening in leadership or lack of happening in leadership or management and got involved with focus groups and interviews and a survey that we listened to. And then we were able to begin at the top to help leaders see what they were doing that might be getting in the way. Then we engaged through a cascade, all people in the organization, and had their voices heard. And there were times where some employees were not a good fit for the organization and the culture they wanted, so not everyone got to stay. Sure. And it works both ways, right? Mm -hmm. They they can self-select out. Exactly. And then the, the company can decide they're not a good fit. So exactly. It, it, and, and that's the empowering thing that every individual has. They have the power to say, uh, yeah, this isn't the right fit for me. And I think a lot of times, you know, something else that we're working on right now and have been is, you know, after George Floyd was killed, there were a lot of organizations that gave money externally, but they really didn't do much internally. Right. And so what we've been doing is really helping those organizations look at kinds of th- training that can stick. Sure. Not, not just, okay, check the box, we did that. 
but really thinking about what could we do differently? What kind of dialogue? What skills do people need so that they can talk about what's going on with them? We're working with the city government right now that had a lot of racial issues in the city. And so bringing the community together with city workers and city employees to have a voice and talk about what made them feel less than and how can we do things differently and equitably for all employees. It's kind of a version of that think locally, act globally, right? You have to start within first, try to change what you can change and control internally and then kind of broaden it rather than, oh, yeah, we kind of check to this big national organization, see, we're good yeah. guys. Yeah, the optics were great. Sure. Right. And yet people then thought, all right, they're doing this. What are they going to do for us? I mean, what about the, the manager that said right. this to what me a, last week? Right. What about Mary? What yes. about her issues? What are we doing for Mary, who's on our team? And they're like, no, we've already donated. And you see, there was a press conference. You know? And there are a lot of people that really don't, they don't know what they don't know. Mm-hmm. And so we've done a lot of what we call change guide coaching and helping really move through those changes that they need to make. Or we've worked with teams to have them talk together and look at purpose and why they're there. And even with the hospital systems, for example, where they've been so discouraged, we've had to remind them about why they went into healthcare to begin with. They kind of lose sight of that, oh, right? Oh, my goodness, especially in the last two and a half years. Right. They're just kind of running. They don't know where they're running or where they're running right. to. And, and so we are seeing a lot of people leave, good people leave. Right. They're just so frustrated. Exactly. And then um, the the event here today, the We Bank National Conference, what, what brings you here? Do you go to all of them? I go to most of them. I mean, there, there are several things that bring me here. I mean, GWBC, I've been on the board before and very committed to that, of course. And I've met a number of good clients through this process mm-hmm. that I've gotten to have conversations with and open doors. I also am a mentor for the Collegiate Accelerator Program. So I love being able to mentor young leaders as they're starting. And that always gives me kind of a jolt mm-hmm. to be able to do that. Sure. So there are lots of reasons. People here, I have many friends here that I've made through the years. And it's a great way to stay in contact with clients, particularly after we haven't seen them in so long. Right. This is the first time in forever it exactly. seems that we've seen people face to face like this, especially this quantity. Yes. <laughs> one place. Well, it's so spread out here, though. It's so different than right. in the past, but it's great. Now, uh, for you, any advice for that young person that says, you know, I'd like to be a leader. I think I could be a leader. What are some action steps they can be taking today so they can become a better leader tomorrow? Well, the first thing that I usually say to anyone is an area I've done a little research in, and that is learn to listen. Listen to what the organization needs and your management needs. And if you can listen and meet some need, you'll be recognized for that. Because most people want to talk as opposed to really listen. The second thing I say is to ask for that. Tell people what you want, what your aspirations are, and ask how they might help you for that development. And to create your own individual development plan. Even if your manager's not supportive, think about what are the skill sets that you could use that would help you move to the next level. Also get feedback. Ask for it. Ask for the feedback that will help you learn and grow. We know that when people come out of an education system, they're at one level of maturity. And we see maturity grow in people when they start asking for feedback and really want it. 
And that's uh, not everybody has the confidence to do that. You have to be vulnerable and you have to be ready to hear things that maybe you don't want to hear. Exactly. And that's a tough thing. I mean, because we are sensitive that way and often it's difficult to get that feedback, but it truly is a gift and we learn from it and we can be better for it. Now, a lot of young people dream of having a mentor or somebody that's going to guide them throughout their career. Is there any tips you have for them on how to get a mentor mentor and how to be a good mentee? We've actually developed mentor and mentee programs. And again, it's clarity at the beginning of expectations and roles. And I know that there are a number of organizations that have formal mentoring and they match. My, I think that can work really well. We see it working extremely well at WeBank within supplier diversity. Mm-hmm. Yet, also, it is watching people within your organization that you admire and respect and asking them questions and eventually asking if they'd be willing to meet with you maybe once a month or once a quarter. And, but be very specific, but honor who they are. And generally, people are pretty honored when you ask them to guide or to give advice or something like that. So be bold. Take the risk. Be bold. Yes. Take that risk. And if somebody wants to learn more about Intellect, what's the website? It is intellectinc.com, and that's I-N-N-O-L-E-C-T-I-N-C.com. Well, Kitty, thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're doing important work, and we appreciate you. you. Thank you. It's great to be here. I appreciate it. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We are broadcasting live from WeBank National Conference inside the GWBC booth. We'll be back in a few.